0: Welcome to Bleached,
1: a podcast for the real ass hairdresser.
0: I'm Sid Charisse,
1: and I'm Caleb Bosher, and we are destroy, destroy the, the hairdresser.
0: hairdresser.
1: We're here with Meg Harp, the most difficult guest we've had. She uh, is the completely podcast. and
0: utterly awful. <laughs> and they are <asked laughs> <we're> not ready <laughs> for you yet. We're not ready for
1: you. <laughs> uh, okay, so where are you from? What do you do? How's us all about?
0: Who is Meg Harp?
2: Who is makeup? So, I Tell shine shoes, accent, yeah. I shine shoes, and I also um, put siding on doors. No, I'm just kidding. You um, perfected that accent, like, I know. So when I was little, my mom told me all the time when she wanted to show me off a lot that she was like, hey, Meg, do your British accent? I'm like, but mom, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> I don't have an accent. Now I'm staring at this microphone like I'm gonna make love to it. <laughs> so I'm like a little bit confused right now so who is Meg Hop? I don't even know what do you do okay
0: it's I'm a so licensed co-
2: I am a licensed <laughs> cosmetologist trained a Vader. Mm-hmm. that's how we found you yes um about halfway through fell in love with the bywing community I think that the culture is Absolutely captivating.
1: What's different about it than the hair? The cosmetology, styling?
2: the cosmetology world, and the barbering world. Yeah. What's different? Yeah. There's an edge about the barbering world. There's a sense of competition in any way you look in our industry. When you go to hairdressing, it is extremely egotistical, which I love. Ooh. Who's better than who? I love it. The competition is killer, but it's a very broad spectrum. I wish they could see my hand because I'm very, I'm very Italian. So this accent face. is like boom poosh poosh. <laughs> my hands are going everywhere, <laughs> I, so I'm trying to get my steps in, people, as I <laughs> stare at this microphone.
0: <laughs> I love the fact that you are a woman kicking your way through the barbering community.
2: There's a difference between. A badass woman. Rewind. So, a licensed cosmetologist practicing as a barber. I'm a female. When I was in cosmetology school, I felt very comfortable. There was a pack behind me. We were all going towards the same license, toward the same thing. And then I got it. And then afterwards, I was asked to be an educator. You broke that. out from the pack, the wolf pack. When I was educating um, at the institute, that's kind of where I decided. I didn't really decide. That's kind of where I found my passion and my drive. And it was with... Excuse me, I just...
1: do edit it out.
2: <laughs> don't edit that out. I'm That's
1: It's natural. Amplify it. <laughs> <laughs> while Moving
2: I was on. educating, while I was educating, I was told to do classes here's your highlighting class here's your advanced color class here's your advanced cutting class here's your one through five cutting class and all of a sudden here's your men's core class and when I did that i I kind of learned myself by teaching other people yeah and I found myself like we saying things time. I found myself saying things that I didn't really knew know that I knew and then i was saying them and i was like fuck that makes sense and that's my favorite moment and then, then like, i would take it's almost like you think you're bullshitting but then you're like no this is
0: real yeah, like and you're exactly. just like so shocking you're, yourself you're
2: explaining what you do in your everyday motion and what you're doing with this hand and what you're doing with your that's cutting hand and you your cutting hand and then all of a sudden i would say this and i would get home and i'd be like oh my god i just taught this thing that i didn't even know i knew and then
0: that's That's where I started learning.
2: That's where I truly started learning. And that's where I was like, wow, this is my niche. Like, so while I was educating at the Institute, I kind of dove in a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And then I left the Institute and that's kind of when you step back and you say, okay, you leave this huge backbone that you have. And your, your passion is all of these things that you were saying to these people. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really realize it until It was, hey, Meg, what do you want to do with your career? And that's when I kind of
0: realized
2: that subconsciously I fell in love with barbering and I fell in love with men's hairdressing. I fell in love with men's trend. I fell in love with men's grooming. Kind of like as I was putting my resignation in, it was just like, okay, well, what do we do now? And then it just kind of made sense. And I felt this like sense of relief of I can do what I want to do now.
1: And what do you do now? Where are you now? Um, Fast forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward, all of a sudden I'm British and I'm ginger and I'm wearing <laughs> kind of sweatpants and everything's great. They just came back, Kate and Meg just came back from
0: the HVA wards and uh, it is Thank late you. in the evening <laughs> and, uh, and we're so not going to miss the opportunity to you record this podcast for you guys because the snowstorm's coming in and they got to go.
1: And they drank a half a liter star, of tequila. Star, 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 star,
2: star. <laughs> Back to you, Meg. What am I answering? <laughs> what are
1: you doing now? Where do you work? Where are you? Okay, how do you what go do find I do you? Now? So if you want to stalk you, how do they do that?
2: They already are apparently. You type in apparently. <laughs> right, you type in pound signed no hashtag <laughs> harp h a r p e hair h a i r harp hair. So I am. Out of Columbus, Ohio, and I'm completely on my own in the deserts and ocean and Columbus, everything. Ohio. I feel there's a lot of gems in there. Gem is Meg spelled backwards, so good job. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> so if anybody's ever in Columbus, Ohio looking for a Gem Meg. Meg Gem. Meg Gem. A gem. I have a tiny little studio that I call my own. And people walk in.
1: Do you only do men's cuts?
2: See, this is this weird thing, even when it comes to booking. I don't want to say I only do men's cuts because I have my token, token lesbians.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we even so the, we can't gender We can't gender fair.
2: You, you so I'm saying that I have my Barbara. token super cute little straight girls that just want this really cute taper and this long, heavy bang and some, like, some shattering going on. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Does somebody want to come into my shop right now and say I need a mini facial and you to rub my feet and my hands and give me a, a sand scrub? Go away. <laughs> go when you come into my shop and demanding. That. Right, right. But they expect like the like. There's an experience so when you come into me. There's going to be whiskey in front of you. There's going to be a beer in front of you. We're going to talk about real shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to listen to really good music. I'm going to give you 30 minutes of my life, and in that 30 minutes, you're going to walk out a completely different person.
0: Yeah. Like, like I hear that you broke from the mold and went out on your own and made it successful, and there's a lot of people that, that want to do that, and they're terrified. Like, Why? what was Why that push? Terrified? What was the push that finally you just went, fuck it, and you jumped?
2: I don't necessarily think it was a fuck it. Which is surprising for me because a lot of things in my life have been, fuck it, I'm gonna do this. I never thought I would do hair. Mm-hmm. I was actually serving in the military before I decided to do hair. So talk about a one eighty. It was it's 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 very emotional for me. And I've you spent can cry it, on the don't, <gasps> don't need to cry. I need tequila. <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> Are you done? Can we talk? <laughs>
0: this is a Meg show. Go ahead.
2: <clears throat> so listen. People can even see that we're similar. I don't know. <laughs> I wish people could video this because I'm talking with my hands a lot. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that there was a fuck it moment, which I wish I could express that. But I went through now six years of beta training, and it's the most amazing platform I could have come from. I
0: we loved it, which is really cool. Are,
2: yes, which is very cool. I love, I love the mission. I love the way their education is laid out. I love what they teach you, how they teach you, and this, like, root that they give you, that they want and expect you to blossom. But I had a moment on a plane from florida to columbus after certification and i kind of said you know what does meg want to do what does her pair want to do and it was a lot more urban and the word fuck was said a lot more and <laughs> i wanted so to very honest and i, I, I kind of i wanted to i wanted to walk into a room whether it was full of my clients or one client in a chair and me and him or her or said person Or walk into a room full of students and say, let's create. I don't want to teach you how to cut said person's head of hair. I want to teach you how to create on said person, on said human, how they want to live. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between learning how to do a haircut on... A mannequin head, there's a difference on how to deliver a lifestyle to a human that comes into your shop, comes and sits in your chair and says, this is how I live, this is what I do, and this is what I want to see. And those could be three different things. And it's about creativity. It's not about technique. Yeah. When it comes to that, it's creativity on how you make what they do, what they see, and how they feel all combined into one.
0: When you bring it back to the artist, that's what makes our clients happier. Right.
1: I have a question about barbering. I have
2: an answer about Barbering? barbering.
1: Because... I feel like barbering, when I think of barbering, I think of like a shop that men go to. Mm-hmm. And I know that you said you have your male clients. Do you feel like that is what barbering is though? Or do you or think it's breaking? Or has it been... Breaking? Not in the slightest. But was it before? 100%. Okay. So, so the
2: industry is changing. In and is that because
1: the client is changing or the hairdresser is changing or we're all changing?
2: I think that it's about 75, 25 that the client is changing. When you go, Back in my grandfather's day, he would go to the barber shop at six thirty in the morning. Read Just his paper, wait drink wait up that No, You're fucking telling hey, me, shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> you're right,
2: but I'm telling you, this is where barbering started. He's, this Italian man his widow Is a Chuck Pavlovichelli. That's yeah. my grandfather. You got to get a haircut before you start your day. He gets his. He gets his haircut. He reads his paper, drinks his coffee. He has his 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 time with his you know quote unquote dudes, yeah. as I put air quotes at the microphone mm-hmm. <laughs> he he speaks with the guys yeah. and they do what they want. And, it's like part of their and now, culture their weak. Now. So now you think about the old school barber and the scumbag barbers and you think about everything mm-hmm. worldwide and I walk into a barbershop now as a, an extremely butch female I can walk into a barbershop and say I want the haircut that the man just walked out with. Yeah. And that's completely acceptable and mm-hmm. if it's not That barbershop makes it acceptable for that moment yeah. because the clients forced, I'm going to say them because I don't feel like that's how I practice, and then I'm going to turn it to us. The client has changed them to be able to allow me to have a barbershop that I'm opening in the next couple months to cater them.
1: Tell me about that.
2: So I'm opening a barbershop. I have two amazing, amazing business partners uh, behind the scenes that. BTS. Hashtag <laughs> BTS. I wish you could see my number sign that I just went with my hands.
1: We'll do some video of your. We're gonna have to. <laughs>
2: burning calories, people, I'm burning calories.
1: <laughs> so you're opening a barbershop.
2: I'm opening barbershop, but I'm not just opening any old barbershop. It's <laughs> not any old barbershop. <laughs> you're gonna walk in, you're gonna tell me what kind of whiskey you want. Male, female. You're gonna tell me what kind of haircut you want. Male, female. You're gonna tell me what kind of facial you want. Male, female. You're gonna tell me I want a haircut and a facial and I want a shave, but I'm not gonna tell you what my sex is. And I'm gonna say, fuck yes, I have the service menu for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what market What market am I not making? I'm in. It what market am I not that. That? So, fine. You walk into my shop. I'm going to say, listen, uh, Chris, can I offer you a haircut, a shave? I'm not telling you what I'm shaving. <laughs> <laughs> can I offer you a haircut, a shave, and a facial? And I would like to add on a little bit of a with that can you're stressed out. Do you need to be calmed? Do you need to be... Awoken? Do you need to be motivated? Do you need something in your life to energize you? I'm going to do that for you. (laughs) All under that. Well, it's a package, honey.
1: I know, but like, what makes it? But it's not. You know what? what? It's not
2: an (laughs) add-on. Oh, it's an add-on, but they don't know it. Because it's a client, not a guest. <laughs> Good
1: job. Thank you. You agree Good
0: with job. that? Oh, I just want 100%. our listeners to know that the accent is not because of the tequila that Meg has had tonight. She talks like in and out of
2: this all day long. It's a- I'm a little bit schizo.
1: Do you have a split personality?
2: She has to. Um, <laughs> well, I don't like to tell people. that. But sometimes I just can't stop. It's like I really want to, but sometimes I can't. I
1: think that this. I think this split personality is really cool. Yeah. What?
2: So you're calling me psycho? Yeah. yeah, but we love we it. psycho have... is like cool.
1: But what... Bring it. Tell us more about this accent that lives inside of you and why it comes out.
0: Oh, does she
2: have a name? Oh, I or is I it a hate... he? Uh, yeah, she... What's
1: the arrangement that Meg and Ian have together?
2: Well, we just met. <laughs> <laughs> just now. <laughs> but I have a really good... I'm um, really good at... Um, what do you Americans call it when you, <laughs> um, you date someone? What's it called? Tinder. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm not You're swiping. Kidding. I'm when not swiping. I'm calling it like like um going steady. You, I'm going steady. So we just before we ahead? go steady, before um. Ian and I went steady, it was called like um like I was like courting him, like deciding if I want courting him, courting, mm-hmm. courting. No, no,
1: it's interesting because we just did a whole thing about gender fluidity and I think this is fascinating about like-
2: I'm not in the whole gender fluidity thing I'm sorry we had we had a talk yeah, Sid and, and I had a great talk at brunch today and yes I'm on board with the gender fluidity and the gender fuck like there are no rules I get it I understand I'm on board power to the people let's like knock it up like let's let's take it up, a notch. Take you, it up your, a notch let's take it up a your, your discussion
0: that was you want to focus more on we're, we're human
2: and and that view. Like, why are we genderifying anything at all? Within one day, there are times, there are 10 times that I am called ma'am and there are 10 times that I am called sir. Neither one am I identified to, neither one am I hurt by, neither one do I feel more connected to. So, yes, gender fuck is a thing. You want to put an extremely androgynous woman in front of a camera and say it's genderfuck, good for you. That's very easy to do. Mm -hmm. You want to put a man in front of a camera and have long hair like Caleb and put him in a pair of heels and say that's genderfuck, good for you. I'm sorry, I think you're simple-minded. If you want to (laughs) put a human in front of a camera and truly make somebody stare at it for more than 15 seconds and make them look and make them feel and make them try – try keyword try to understand what they are looking at that is the definition of understanding humanity because there is no definition there is no rhyme no reason there is no superlative that we can be like this is a woman being a man this is a man being a woman no this is a fucking human being a human and that is what I want to express through my brand and through what I do because. What's going to make this human happy? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like a a female can come in and say, I want this haircut, this facial and this shave. I could be shaving your neck and your hairline. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I've gone into barbershop. Exactly. I've gone into a barbershop and I've had them put shaving, shaving cream all over my face and asked for a shave with no blade in it. Just so I can experience it. So that I know what happens to uh, my clients. And there's a photograph on my Instagram of me sitting in a barbershop. Shaving cream all over my face. And a man shaving my face. Was there a blade in the razor? No. But I wanted, I looked at him and I said, I want you to treat me just as if I had an entire full beard. And you were treating me as if I you
0: wanted the whole wanted the razor
2: shade. And he looked at me and kind of looked at me sideways a little bit. And I go, dude. Just do this, and I promise you'll kind of feel cool when you're done. <laughs> and when he was done, he hugged me, and he said, I can't, I, I would have never met, it was where I grew up, Westerville, Ohio, very small town, and he, when we got done, he said, shit, I, I, you're doing something cool,
0: yeah. good for you. I love that, though, because you switched it to, you're giving this experience, and now I've walked in as a woman, and you're changing my experience, so... That's yeah. That's really gnarly. I love that. So there
2: shouldn't be when somebody walks in the door and you automatically gender identify them. I could walk in and be like, put my hair in roller sets, and I mean, I'm gonna look stupid.
0: What else? I want to know. Or what I'm else gonna walk grinds, in
2: Meg's gears.
0: What grinds you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> ask me questions, and <laughs> I shall tell
2: you. <laughs> Grinding gears with Meg
1: <laughs> So, what was it like growing up in Ohio?
2: I honestly, I wish I had one of those like tear jerking, like really dramatic stories, but I don't. I don't
0: either. My I don't
2: know neither. My friends. I, so I was a soccer we're player. Blessed, by the way. Right. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. You too, Kate. You're blessed. <laughs> I uh, grew up playing soccer. I made many, many awards. Many states. What number were you? Was number eight. Uh, holy shit! I, I was number eight. Soul sisters.
0: <laughs> I will show you my jersey in my room.
2: That's not. I have my jersey. I'm going to ship it to you. Okay, we'll swap. Okay, sisters swap. <gasps> oh my this god.
1: Getting real lesbians. Uh, <laughs> do,
2: do, do you want to go to the museum? talk about to Go to the museum. Do you want to go to the museum in our <laughs> soccer outfits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
0: like, we're both Aries. We're both
2: lesbians. <laughs> we're both changing <laughs> the industry. Sorry, we're getting uh, okay. Caleb, you can
0: play
1: soccer, too.
2: Oh, no. Soccer is a unisex sport, but if you're a boy... Do you no, play no, soccer? I'm
1: going to sit on the sidelines and drink and watch you guys play. <laughs>
2: and shout, woo-hoo! Woo! Those are my girls! <laughs> I can see
0: him doing you it. You guys look over, I'm like, pass out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, we ask our guests all the time.
1: Like something funny has happened oh to you in your God. career. You know, know it has.
2: What... Okay, do you, you have an guys, embarrassing story? Seriously, I didn't want to fucking talk about this.
1: Yes. But
2: you're going to. No, I don't. I'm not going to, like, I don't have a Ian, plan. Are you in yeah, there? there's, Tell us a story. Oh my God, I'm here. All you have to do is say, <laughs> are you here? So listen, I'm just going to tell you a like, stupid story about myself. We've been begging her to
0: tell us a, an embarrassing story. I'm going to tell you stupid a stupid story.
2: story about myself because I have a lot of stupid clients. I love them. I love them. And my favorite thing about stupid clients is being able to stand behind them. And, you know, when you stand behind a client, it's like you're on stage. Mm-hmm. It's like you, them, and the mirror. And I am the, the famous star. broadcast. I am on Broadway, when I'm behind my chair. So <laughs> they say something, and I'm like, no, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. And I'm going to make you feel better about why you're wrong, and I'm going to tell you you're right in the end. It's all mind <laughs> It's fun. a mindfuck. Basically, <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. So... Nope, just a girl. <laughs> yeah, this is what am I, a girl? You have not seen me in my boxes.
1: <laughs> Actually, I did.
2: No, not all the way. We, you, I we, could have talked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drag queen. King. <laughs> 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 Ian says to go channel his greatness. What?
0: Ian says, go girl, channel my greatness." Did you put that? <laughs> yes. I love it.
2: On what? Okay, tell us the story. Don't distract her. Okay, so, I went to hair school. (laughs) As did all of us. (laughs) No, but I really went to hair school. No, I'm kidding. We all went to hair school. Kids show up, and they're, like, trying to, before the kid shows up, they're, like, making me do, like, math and shit. Like, I don't math. I don't math. I don't geometry and I definitely don't occipital bone. (laughs) Stop talking to me about what the skull is made out of. I'm just trying to cut the hair. (laughs) But see, I didn't know that I wanted to do hair before I went to hair school. So, kits open up. There's these shears. I'm like, let's cut construction paper and Uh. pointer finger and ring finger. You know, there's, like, all these hot, <gasps> hot straight chicks in my class, and I'm, like, the token lesbian, and I'm, like, hey, who wants to go outside and smoke cigarettes? <laughs> it's okay. The I smoking ended up, club outside. Yeah, it's okay. I had, like, three of them under my belt, like, week one. So, <laughs> I, uh, kid comes out, and it's, like, all of a sudden, everybody's got these tricks of the trade. Well, I've been doing hair since I was in my garage, and... Newport, Ohio. And <laughs> I did prom hair and makeup, and I know how to stick eyelashes on eyebrows. And, <laughs> like whatever, these people think they're cool shit. So I like pull out my round brush, and it's like you know you've like you've got your 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 small, and medium, and also you got your like five incher. Now I'm holding it like a bat, <laughs> and I look at my educator, and I was like, what am I do with this? <laughs> I go, my hair's not long enough. What do I do? <laughs> I would have killed that versus a student. So I was holding my <laughs> was holding my so round brush bat up, and I was just hitting through the hair, ready to go. And then all of a sudden, he said, take out your Marcel. And I was like, "Why well, don't have a prune set in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, guys, if you didn't know, that is a curling iron. <laughs> so I pull it out and said, take out your... Take out your mannequin head and we're gonna do section, you know, zone one and two below the occipital, and this is gonna be the beginning story of your Marcel journey. I burnt about twelve of my ten fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt an entire like section of her hair off, like it burnt onto the iron, <laughs> fell to <laughs> the ground to the iron, fell to the ground, and I looked at him and I said, So I'm not gonna do hair. Uh, um so I'm gonna go ahead and ask for my money back because this just wasn't um made for me. And these irons are too hot. You guys really need to talk to the manufacturers about toning down a bit. And so I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna go grab a bagel and I'm gonna smoke fag. And then my educator, um, God bless Will Molden saved my life. And, you know, I still can't fucking Marcel. But I have to use two I can, but I have to use two hands. And technically, it's one hand. You found your, your way to do it. it. Yeah, but I'm never going to do it again. So um, if I'm going to embarrass someone, it's definitely going to be. I would, I would never embarrass um, a coworker or a client. It's going to be me. So don't ask me to Marcel your hair. And if you want to play but baseball. You won't have any hair and left. If you, yeah, you won't have hair left. And either. if you want to play baseball, I have lots of round brushes that we can do that with. Caleb and I
0: used round brushes. Uh, two nights ago, as microphones oh. to sing about forty nineties
2: jams. Okay, well, did you hit a baseball with it? No. <clears throat> well, it doesn't go far. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a sorry. real baseball? Well, maybe like a wiffle ball. <laughs>
1: so, last two questions. What do you love about the industry? What do you hate about the
2: industry? What I love about the industry, this is where I think I'm going to have my little uh, rant come to Jesus that um, I had today. Do it. Okay. Our industry. You walk into a room, it's full of well dressed, well groomed, extremely blown up, egotistical Box. people. <laughs> okay. No, we can call our sets fucks. <laughs> because I walk through the street to I walk down the street and I'm Meg Harp. and I'm gonna act like it. And the next person is I am suzy q and i fucking do hair nobody knows how good it is nobody knows how bad it is but we portray it as if we rule the fucking world like we are the beyonce of the minute (laughs) and watching every single winner to mate go up on stage at the hba's every single one of them had the most minimalistic speech they were all scared. They were all nervous. Mm-hmm. They all showed that to us. They all admitted, I am nervous. I am scared. I am appreciative of you. Mm-hmm. Which is not something we do day to day, day. We don't post our work and say, thank you for the motivation. Blah 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 blah. I got this from we you should. and this is it. We should. That's what I'm getting at. We should. Because you watch these amazing names in our industry that I don't care how talented, successful, well-known that you are. We look at these people, we look at our co-contenders, and we want to match it. We want to meet it. So something that I realized to me, seeing hair fuckers win the award show, seeing a salon from Colorado win an award and well earned, and they run up and they're nervous and they're excited, and mm-hmm. they just want to sh- spread their love to anybody. Why don't we do that day today? Because we're all egotistical fucks that want to be better than the next, and we're all going to continue to do that until until somehow we break down this brigade in our industry, and my answer for what do I love and what do I hate in this industry is one one fluid sentence, yeah. Not when again. are we going to break down the brigade of trying to beat each other instead of build each other up? We build a Because lot of, like, somehow uh, pull the next person up.
0: She's gonna
2: roll. Because somehow, so. the biggest people in our industry are still scared to stand in front of a room of all of their peers and accept an award. Why? Why are you scared? Why are you scared? Why are you scared to accept an award? You're not scared. Why are you nervous to stand in front of a group of people? that do the same exact thing at you is because you're being judged. You're being judged at the way you accept the award. You're being judged at how you got it. You're being judged at what you did to get there. You better be scared. Good for you because that's the motivation. That's the motivation that makes those people kick ass. That's the motivation that I'm going to go home after this and I'm going to make two videos and I'm going to fucking kill it. I hope that I'm scared one day on that stage. And that right there is what I love and what I hate about our industry. The vein. Everybody is so vain. Everybody is my brand, my brand, my brand. And then what I love is all of a sudden your brand wins. And
1: "Mm -hmm." And
2: you're like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I thank you all so much. That is a community. That is what makes the hair industry an industry. Because we can all be... Sitting here having a big dick competition, and then all of a sudden your dick wins and it shrivels up to a micro penis, and you want to love everybody. And then
0: I'm like, Where's this going?
2: I found it, right? Yeah, I came back right into the cul de sac and I got it. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, absolutely. I really... I love that That that's powerful. And that's the thing. This this is not something that, like, this podcast is going to change or, like, the next 20 podcasts. Like, we're hairstylists. We're hair designers. That's what we do. We're like, look at my shit. What I did is cool. And I love all of us for that. That's what sets us apart from selling computer supplies and being, like typewriter people like what i don't know i couldn't think of something i was looking at my glass of tequila i didn't know what to say i didn't want it to be like we're not ice cubes but like do you know what i mean there's a difference in our industry and it's all creative it is all creative and it's how far can you stretch your creativity to make your creativity stand out from the next person's creativity because we're in an industry where that's our competition all of the time Sometimes I get exhausted by all the competition. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It is exhausting. When Oh, when you say that, Caleb, what I'm starting to look at is you see, I see an image that I love. I see the way that it's posted, the way that it's tagged, the way that it is just presented to our community. And it's a simple screenshot, which is what our world has become. And I say, how do I recreate that in a livable way? Because most of my motivation is overseas. Mm-hmm. And I screenshot it and I look at it and I like kind of micromanage what's going on in the photo. And I say, how do I recreate that in the Midwest? Because it takes a lot sometimes for me to have my mid-20s to early-40s client sit in my chair and I want to say, hey, I want to do something different. It's going to be a little bit outside of your box. You can't just say that to them. They're like, oh, I can't just like... (coughs) Mess up the front and have this like ski slope thing that's been going on since like ninety nine <laughs> like no dude, let's switch it up it It's the right verbiage it's how you present it to the client, it's how you cut the hair in front of the client it's how you style it's how low maintenance you make it for the client mm-hmm. for it to become an actual trend in your city in your community, and that to me is what I love most about. The big-headed, egotistical, "I am the shit. My shit doesn't stink." Stylists in this community—they're doing it right. It's my job to take it to my client and say, "This is what I see. This is what I see every day. This is what I learn. This is what I take in, and I'm going to exhale this to you in a way that you can live in every single day." And when I can make that connection with a client, my com- my day is absolutely complete.
1: Just want to have love affairs with their clients.
2: Except they're boys, and I like girls.
1: <laughs> love affairs with their hair.
2: Emotionally. I like to touch their hair a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: makes sense. I'm sorry. Hardy, <laughs> <laughs> eh, 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 eh. heart, heart. heart, How did you hear about Destroy the Hairdresser? I think what Destroy the Hairdresser does is so unbelievably hydrating oh. and Refreshing to what is going on in this community.
1: You're just describing a tequila.
2: I also really <laughs> like that hydrating. I was like, hey. except this water is hydrating, and that tequila makes me <laughs> every time. But I still want to drink. it.
0: Stolen my water, but you can have it. <laughs> a guest in my home. A guest in my home, oh, not a client. Not a client. client. A guest in my home, not a client. My chair. all of you are clients. client.
2: Oh, the article spoke to you. Ah, speak, preach, hands in the air. Okay, so, beautiful. What's that emoji? That was me. Well, I need
1: more about Destroy
2: the Hairdresser. Oh, sorry. You want me to feed your ego yep. a bit
1: more? No, I need you to feed our audience.
2: Oh, audience. <laughs> so, audience, when you are listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, when you are reading a caption in the content on social media that is so well polished by Mr. Caleb himself, it's very refreshing what you guys do. Everything that you put out is very clean, it's polished, it's to the point. And what I love the most is there's not too much content. I get what I need when I see your posts. Like, I get where you're going. I get what you're saying. And I don't have to sit there and stop my day. If I'm in between clients, if I'm cleaning up and I have my phone in one hand and I'm cleaning my clippers in the other hand, I can see what's going on. And I can read it and I can feel it. And then when I'm done with my day, I can dive in and see what are they talking about? What are they saying? What are they spreading? And the fact that it came from such a small base and you're reaching such a wide net, Hats off to you. Kudos. I absolutely love it. Small bass, wide net? I feel like that's a rap song.
1: It's like Long
2: Hill Red Yeah, Got that small Small bass, (laughs) wide net? Got that small bass, wide net? And a ginger on the (laughs) side. If you guys would like to find more ridiculousness at mtv.com, you can. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, My name is Meg Hart. If you would like to find me, you can find me at Meg Hart, H-A-R-P-E on Instagram my hashtag is Harp Hair H-A-R-P-E um, I'm in Columbus, Ohio and I would absolutely love if we just slide in the DMs <laughs> do tell my girlfriend <laughs> uh, and uh, let's talk let's chat I'm, I'm hanging out with two really really rad people so that means I'm kind of rad too
1: you're rad but
2: for sure Faux
0: show Faux show thank you guys for having me so thank much thank be safe out there. It's a rough world
1: right now. Scary, the scary, scary Trump world. <laughs> Bye. Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.